All right, welcome to the podcast. My name is Danielle Day, and I'm the founder and the operator, the owner and the director and lead trainer of Open Up Yoga Teacher Training. We've been in business since 2013. We've trained over 500 people, many of whom go on to open their own studios day one after training is done. Most of all of our students go on to teach after graduation. Many of them are hired while they're still in training, and I'm really proud of that. Today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about feedback. You know, there's a tradition in employment situations where a supervisor is going to issue you some corrective information to help you. And sometimes they call it the shit sandwich where they're going to open with, you know what I love about you? And then they're going to give you the input and then they're going to you know, send you off with, oh, but you know what, we really love this about you. And many of us are used to being in that situation where someone's going to tell you how to do better at your job. And we have a lot of shame around the scenario. We have a lot of shame because we feel like we're losing. It's way more fun to be told that you're awesome and you're doing great and you're on the right track and to keep on doing it. But life is going to hand you the contrast, the resistance life is going to hand you some information that's going to challenge you to get a little bit stronger, to be a little bit tougher. And life is going to demand of you the skills, the ability, and the resolve to front up to any critique and say, you know what? Yeah, thanks. You know, I'm still learning. I want to get better at this. So gosh, thank you for looking out for me. You know, I have a story I tell in teacher training a lot about a graduate from 2011 who was in high school at the time. She was just this glorious little vehicle of light. She basically sold her car to do teacher training and basically decided that, you know, her destiny, her journey, her path was all about being a light worker and she was hell bent to do it. She ended up doing her senior culminating project on yoga And I'll never forget this person because she got right into teaching. She even went into management at our company at the ripe old age of like 19. Whenever you would take her class and as a senior student or a manager or like myself, the director of teacher training, you would give her some support about how to do a better job. She would look you in the eyes and she would smile and say, thanks for looking out for me. And I was like, honey, you are teaching me something about being a professional. You know, I have a friend who, when we would give him input, he would say, hang on, I want to write this down. You know, you're telling me how to do a better job of teaching yoga. Can you please hang on for a second? Because I I really want to get a pen here. And he would go over the list with you and be like, okay, now is there anything else I need to know? And then afterwards, he would say, okay, thank you. I appreciate you helping me out. I like the word feedback because I kind of feel like it has two parts to it. I'm feeding you some information because I have your back. You know, I have a dear friend who was a coach with me in my personal training career. And I'm not going to lie. His name was coach Jerry. And he was such a classy guy in our company. We would often help each other become our best versions of ourselves and He had this saying that just made me eager to learn more about how I could do a good job because he said, hey, you only give feedback to those you care about. And that's so true. 
I know we have a lot of shame around getting direction, being corrected, and helping to find a better way to do things. But if you look at it like that, you'll never lose. When someone cares enough about you to stop the bus and say, hey, can we, can we talk about something? Because I have some thoughts. You know, whether you agree with their information or not, whether you are buying into what they're offering you, please let's consider seeing it for what it is. It's a gift to help you out. I tell a story in teacher training about how I had a senior student who would give me critique about my class, about my business partner's classes, about my newer teacher's classes, about my senior teacher's classes, and I was really eager to serve. So I would constantly say to him, okay, yeah, tell me more. How can we make this experience great for you? I'm, I'm so grateful for you telling me how we can do a better job to meet your expectations, to meet your needs. And especially when it came to teachers and training, he said, if I'm going to pay full price to take a class from a new teacher, here's what they have to do. And so I've always told that story in teacher training because I'm very grateful that every single thing I teach my teachers how to do isn't my design. It's not from my ideas. It's, it's from my wisdom and my experience of people like that person sitting me down saying, look, here's how you guys need to do it. So I'm grateful. Yeah. Feedback is good. You want it. A champion says, coach me, coach me like a champ. All right. So here's today. I get a phone call from a studio owner who hired on two of our recent graduates and well, actually it was three and she, you know, they had put them to work right away. And we were all super grateful that they got the gigs, you know, and I trained them over 200 hours and got them show ready in four formats to teach and they're raring to go. And she was giving me some information saying, all right, some students are complaining. I'm like, okay, can you tell me what the issue is? Is it, is it music? Is it timing? Is it adjustments? Is it transitions? Is it, you know, all levels instruction? Like what are the specifics? She had a couple of specifics. She said in one instance, one person was sitting down while she was teaching. Okay, so that's an easy one. I'm going to tie out with that person tomorrow and be like, hey, um, you got to walk around the room. All right, we, we got to really make sure that we understand that you do your best postures when your teacher is right next to you. And so you are spreading the energy as you are making your way through um, and in and among and around the people. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, no matter who's teaching, no matter how you're feeling, it lights you up when your teacher comes by. So yeah, it does not do for a teacher to just sit there, okay? Uh, number two was a teacher taught three of something. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, that's day one stuff. You know, we do two sets in the Hatha tradition because the first set, the posture challenges you. The second set, you challenge the posture. The third set, I'm thinking maybe she just got off track. Maybe she forgot she taught two sets because when you're a brand new teacher, you have a lot on your mind. So yeah, that's a mistake. These things happen. And beyond those two examples, the studio owner didn't have really much else other than, well, the students can tell they're new. I'm like, okay, I can work with that. I plan to meet with these people tomorrow and we're going to run them through the paces. We're going to run them through how they form sentences. We're going to run them through their volume and their proximity to the students and all the things that showcase strength. And that's basically at the bottom line of what I wanted to say today. This is a pro tip for all teachers, whether you're brand new or you've been at it a long time. I want to refer you to Yoga Sutras 1.33. It's called Four Locks and Four Keys. And when you look at this bit of information from the year 220, you know, from our uh, document called the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, basically the memo comes down to this. 
compassion. We extend compassion to the suffering. And in life, there's a lot of suffering. And what I'm thinking is the people who complained about these teachers being new, I think that the new teachers probably just weren't showcasing strength. We always say in teacher training that the one human quality that all beings respond to is strength. And so if they're new and they're scared coming in, you know, maybe they're coming off as scared and shy and nervous. Maybe they're coming off as scattered and uncertain. So, hey, we can work with that. All we're going to do is just run them through their paces again tomorrow. Help them say the name of the posture and cue the verb, your body part format. We're going to track timing a little more carefully, it sounds like. We're going to track what's going on in terms of you know, how many sets we're doing. There's a lot of tricks that I'm excited to tell them about how I know I always work to keep it straight. But bottom line is these people are suffering. You know, these students, they come in, they've got the weight of the world on them and they really need somebody to show up 100% audible, visible, and commanding. At the end of the day, I also have a lot of compassion towards the studio owner that called me to give me this input boy, you talk about suffering there. In this economy with these rent prices and with these labor laws and with the pay rate structures and what with the all the talk around $15 minimum wage and, you know, sick pay, that's part of the Seattle market anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of pressures for the business owners. And it really comes down to that, do we want to treat yoga students like students or are we treating yoga students like clients? See, back to that story about the senior student who sat me down when I owned a studio and was always like, if I'm going to pay top dollar for a new teacher, here's what they got to do. You know, that little dance went on for two years and he only got more unhappy. He got more and more grumpy. I failed him ultimately. I didn't teach him how to be grateful for the class he was being offered. I didn't teach him how to take what you get and make it what you need. I didn't teach him anything about becoming a better and more well-adjusted person. I taught him how to complain, and he got real good at it. So on the one hand, I'm grateful for the feedback. Yeah, we need to understand. Can you hear what we're saying? Do you know what we want you to do? Are we being confusing in our cues? Can you not see us or hear us? This is actionable stuff. And when these things happen, like maybe we're walking in front of you while you're trying to do dancer pose, you know, or maybe our music is getting just a little bit too lyrical and you can't really discern the cues. These are things we need to understand so we can help you more. And I've been guilty of being a grumpy student for years and years and years. I totally know what that's about. So in the end, what I'm saying is I got the best advice. In 1993... When I was fresh out of college and I had my first real grown-up job, I was the center director of a Jenny Craig weight loss center. <laughs> yeah, I was like the manager of a Coeur d'Alene, Idaho weight loss center for Jenny Craig. I had a staff of counselors and teachers who led the group sessions, and it was my job to run the, the facility, and I loved it. I loved it because I got a chance to work with the um, – the patients, the clients, the people, the, you know, the customers, as well as the staff members. And I was super young. I didn't know very much about anything. But I remember being so surprised about this one client of ours that was just always just unhappy and complaining. She's kind of mean about it. And I, I took it so personally. And I was, I was really sad. Well, a senior team member kind of sat me down and she said something I'll never forget. 
and, and I try to remember this all the time, she said, Danielle, unhappy people act that way. And in the end, after I hung up the phone with you know the studio owner that called me to give me feedback about these teachers, I had to stop and, and, and say, yeah, yeah, these students, they're suffering, right? This is King County. This is 2019. This is a hot time in our culture, politically, economically, socially. You know, people got pressures from every side. And in our neck of the woods here, these are the most educated and the highest paid professionals in their fields taking the most amount of medicine for depression, anxiety, and all these other other sad things. And yeah, we can treat these people like clients and kiss their asses and try to give them every single thing they want all the time, or we could help them get more well-adjusted and grateful about life. You guys, these are new teachers. I'm trying real hard to help them appear like senior teachers, and we can do it with a couple of tweaks we can. But at the end of the day, yoga students, please understand, these people have invested a ton of money, a ton of time, trying their best to help you have fun. And if you're going to treat them like they're some kind of app or some kind of video or some kind of robot, then that's all we're going to have teaching yoga are apps and videos and robots. These are human beings who care about making the world a better place. So let's all consider a little compassion for each other. I'm going to sit those teachers down tomorrow. I'm working with them 9 o'clock till 3 o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to run them through the paces. Everyone's going to teach an hour class, and I'm going to give them support and feedback just like I did in training. But at the end of the day, we're going to have a chat about those realities that we, as yoga teachers, as light workers, we greet suffering with compassion. We understand that all human beings are trying just not to suffer and that ultimately unhappy people act this way. I had a little coaching to give myself when the studio owner called me and gave me this input. She had to throw in her own little snarky comment of, well, I don't know if you did something different with this group, but that's what's going on. Students are complaining, you know, and I was just like, not trying to hear that. So I just smiled at her and said, let me get a pen. Let's write this down. Tell me what the issues are. And then I sent her an email, said, thank you for your phone call. I've made an appointment to work with my new teachers, give them some mentoring. And all day long in my heart, I have been very consistent in my gratitude practice, thinking to myself that when she threw that snarky comment at me that oh, maybe you did something different in this group, that she herself is suffering. And how do we treat suffering people? We treat them with compassion. She has pressures, her students have pressures, my new teachers have pressures, and at the end of the day, I'm just here to help everybody have a good time. So new teachers, remember, feedback means that we are giving you input to feed your craft, to feed your journey, to feed your enthusiasm and your energy and your excitement about helping make the world a better place. And studio owners, let's remember Students are going to get real good at what we teach them. Let's not teach them to complain. Let's teach them to be grateful for the class that's being offered to them. Let's teach them that you're not always going to have it your way. All right, Starbucks really made us big babies when we could march in and say, I want 170 degree, two pump, no foam latte, and I'm not leaving without it. And... (laughs) 
<laughs> yoga is not like that. Yoga instruction is not like that. You don't always get to have it your way. So people in King County, people who are suffering, people taking these yoga classes in these hot, sexy studios and these hot, sexy zip codes. Yeah, you're living a life where you're trying hard to keep up with the Joneses. I know. You're living a life where there's a lot of pressure at you every which way. I know. We're trying to help make it better. So help us out. If you have input, share it, but make it actionable. Don't just say they sound like they're new. I'm here to tell you, if we can check the boxes on timing of the poses and the sequence, music being universally appropriate, and adjustments being verbal, physical, and energetic, as in no sitting on the floor, and we can offer safe transitions cued effectively so everyone knows where we're headed and we can meet you where you're at, and that it's an all-levels experience where the most fancy bells and whistles just throw the kitchen sink at them classes also has a path for people just starting out or are taking therapeutic measures. If we can check all those boxes, Bob is your uncle. Literally, guys, it's kind of like a tattoo. You get the one you deserve. So if you come into a yoga class grateful and ready to receive the love that's being offered to you, we're trying to hold space for your transformation. We're trying to help you understand and get to know yourself better so that you can really look honestly at yourself. Whoa, complaining, huh? How's that working for me? Is that a theme for my life? We're not out to help you get better at complaining. We're out to help you become a more grateful person. So I'm just going to end this by saying I'm really grateful that you're listening and that all beings are just trying hard not to suffer and that the best advice that we can give each other in times where someone's coming at you and they're kind of being snarky about it and they're kind of being pissy about it, just take a breath, sit with their suffering for a second, extend to them compassion and remember, unhappy people act that way. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful class the next time that you're on your mat. And please check out our podcast. Find my ebook. It's available on Amazon. And reach out if you have any questions or comments. You can reach us through the website, openupyogatt.com. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Namaste. Namaste.